this is the intro to the San Carlos Computer Club. What was Tuesday? Tuesday, today, Sunday, Tuesday. No, is like... just leave that to Bobby. He'll go. The thing is, he won't. Yep. It's like five. Was like five days ago. Today, it's like March first. I want to say I am the host child, Mass Mix Moss, Emily Simpson, the favorite child. Here with the daughter. Hi. Uh, very much against my will. It's V Simpson. We're I'll here walking, and if you can hear, we are not lost because I mean, we know we're lost. home with. We and know we're we know we're home with. So we are and not lost. Never... Listen, what happened was that I kept saying that it might be down here, and V was kept saying okay. So I just I just assumed she also didn't know where it was, and I'm like okay, we'll go this way. And then neither of us knew where we were going. I think it's safe to say this is both of our faults. No, me for pushing Being ways to go, and and V for not telling me that she actually knew where we were going <laughs> I just assumed she didn't because she was just going along with what I was saying <laughs> that's true like the, the thing is like I just want to see see how this goes but now just... now you sound like a double mouth fool <laughs> you sound like a fool because you couldn't stand up for yourself this is what happens when you try to trick people you look like a fool if you submit to trickery and mischief you break a reputation for yourself I heard something you heard something? Is it yeah. the jingling of your, your fool's hat? <laughs> Following you as you walk. I have a dunce hat on. You think it's down here? Really. Look at that light. You want to try it? This we're... is a sign that we should go get like someone to pick us up in a car and drive us there. No, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is all Emmy's fault. I'm going to call Poppy and I'm going to explain to him that we're taking a while because it's your fault. It is not my fault. Poppy will hear this because I will send it to him. <laughs> we're about to call the host, Scott Simpson. <laughs> oh, I think my phone restarted right when I called him. <laughs> it's an omen. <laughs> it's an omen. I think we should go down this way. All right. Is it actually all right? <laughs> I mean, we're pretty lost at this you, point. You jingling fool. <laughs> I'm just agreeing at this point because my phone won't stop restarting. I would like to mention what it's shown up. Uh, it goes, Emu, download latest version of recovery. Wipe data slash fracture reset. Reboot or shut down. <laughs> should I press reboot? Now that V has said reboot, <laughs> we're well, going to end well, the San Carlos Computer Club oh. intro. This has been the intro host, my full title, Mass Mix Moss, Emily Simpson, the favorite child maker, bracelet breaker of heart, finisher of homework, keeper of fools, oh mythology, <laughs> enthusiast, and witch. Tech on. Tech on. Well, we are just a little discombobulated and trying to recover from a computer dying last week. Oh. My own damn fault. I poured a cup of coffee. Oh. <laughs> That'll do it. I haven't had a chance to take it apart and see what the damage is. All I did was grab another computer and start stoking it up. Fortunately, it was already more than halfway there. It was my plan all along. I was taking time. So, it's still got some wrinkles, but it looks like it's coming Oh, great. Anyway, at least I know I'm recording. Going out to the internet. Sid and I are here. You guys are online. And we've got a document of possible topics. So I'll take and I will paste this into the chat if anyone is interested in looking at our list of things to talk about or potential thing to talk about. It can be found at this link in the in-call message. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. We decided to travel tomorrow. Oh, yes? So then you're with us today. Just working out the kinks of this meeting. It's a genuine virtual image of me. <laughs>
That's the desktop. That's the computer. Whatever's coming across our headphones is going out. One next to Somebody's having a commotion. I hear dogs. You don't have your dog in there with you, too? No. What'd you call Sid? Yeah, man. Really? Buddy. Hey, Judy. Good morning. Isn't that Buddy? (laughs) Your your main dog, Buddy? Yeah, that's right. No, Buddy is is Sony and Jose Luis's dog. But I know the the, the uh, ferocity of that dog that you are speaking of scares the hell out of me. Right? This wor- this one is not working. I checked that out. I, I hear his uh, bite is worse than his bark. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, he's just a big German or a big. Uh, sounds very scary. Yeah. You know, I always I always give him the benefit of the doubt because I'm hot too. You know, <laughs> we come from the same land. And what what are you doing bringing us down here? That's just unfair. Judy, Paul, Maggie, you guys got bread? You guys got any topics? Dave, you got a topic? Okay. Who has the siren going? Wow. Maggie, mute. What? Are you you in San Carlos with that siren going on in the background? Me? Maggie? Yes, Maggie. I'm in in Glimus. I'm in Glimus. Oh, that's that's right. You said that. You're waiting for glasses. Right. So who knows what that was? Yeah, well, well that's how I told. Oh, you're talking about yeah, in the yeah. in the meeting there. That's how also we've been able to identify when there's been reachback there. Yeah. Well, we're just moments away starting the official meeting. I hope everyone can hear me okay. I have pasted the link to the document of possible topics in the end call, but we're not married to that list. Uh, I'm hoping you guys brought some of your own topic today. Good morning, Jim. Here, Maggie. I have five. So how is how is the health of San Carlos? In what respect? We've never. What never, color are you? What color are we? You know what? That's a good question. I wonder what color we are. We've got. I've been sharing link the doc or secretary. Let me bring that up right now. Mm. What color? I could go slower. <laughs> They're counting cases right now. That's right. They could be adding causes. Now I'm much much. Good morning, Chester. We're just moments away officially starting. I'm trying to get the report, Secretary Lude. I think on radars, on radar Sonora or opinion Sonora, I saw 220 new cases. For Sonora, not for wine. Uh, I'm sorry, Judy, you're muted. Could Okay. Mike is maxed out trying. Chester, can you hear me okay? It Testing. is Wyman. Wyman had 200. Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you now. Okay. Wyman has had 220 new COVID infections in a week. So, and in Palme had 37 that have been reported. Wow. And we're part of Wyman's. Yeah. And that was the 26th of February. And that's no death, right? Uh, they don't mention that. The Social Security Hospital on 10th Street, the COVID area has no no patients, and the general hospital has one. That's per Radar Sonora. Okay. For some reason, I can't open health It takes page, a while for mine to I think it's me. Maybe somebody else would have better luck opening up this website. I think it's me. I think I'm overtaxing my computer already. We just started, and uh, I'm already having net problems. Summary. Come on. Computer, behave correctly. I don't know what I don't know what to open, so I don't document somewhere. So oh, I, I, I just stuck the, the 
I just stuck the okay, link in, over there in, in the in-call mess. So for Sonora uh, on the 28, it was 68K2 in hospital. Nobody dead. And why miss yellow? I don't know. You guys see that? Yeah. <clears throat> Wait, what just happened? Oh, it's going down too because uh, <clears throat> the previous week it was uh, like 17. And now this week it's uh, 12. What? And these are just in fact, these aren't deaths. In fact, yeah, we're, we're a minute till we start. I saw my mom on here earlier today, but uh, earlier this morning, but I haven't seen her get back on. Oh, I just saw a good uh, risk level, 75% permitted if you're in yellow. Does uh, defunctions mean no uh, death? Yes. This graphic. Yes, this. I love how the um, secretary of uh, Nora for Nora's website have your good. I'm surprised the areas up near Arizona are green. Say that again, Paul. I'm surprised the areas by Arizona are green. Hey, I just uh, opened up. We are on YouTube Live. This is Scott Stimson with International Computer Solutions. Sitting here with my buddy Sid, a couple of Alaskans that like technology, and we are the San Carlos Computer Club, or you all are the San Carlos Computer Club, there are as well, and uh, we were just chatting down the standard topics of how you doing in COVID, what's uh, happening locally, and how everybody doing. Judy, did you have something you wanted to add? No. No? And did he, hey, there's Bill. Bill, we just saw your smiling face. It's always smiling. That's what I thought. <laughs> For some reason i don't see all of your face man let's have our cameras on yeah is that it is all the cameras off well david's is always off there we that's go. like and, putting a mask and, and happy fat tuesday uh, carnival is today carnival starts today is that what you said it ends today tomorrow is ash wednesday and Lent. all right well they can't they Better cancel carnival in wyman why Better eat, eat all the meat can why isn't it carnival in wyman in new orleans yeah because of covid restrictions yeah, they. I Richard. Richard took off to Mazadlan because he he has a Mazadlan website, so he's gone there to mm-hmm. film footage. But even him getting on the bus to go down there, he wasn't sure what was going to happen. The government wouldn't confirm or deny. They didn't have a firm date for the parade, but they encouraged people to make floats. <laughs> so I'm I'm up here. I'm not going to be here long. My brother's visiting, so I'm going to sit in the sunshine and visit with him. And the oh. lovely Cheryl Howell just come back from making movies or something. <laughs> She saw well, some kind of ad for somebody. Is make, they're making an ad? Yeah, making a promotional video for San Carlos. Yeah, promotional video for San Carlos, and she's the star. No, oh, she's awesome. the star. oh, you got cut. I got cut. Oh no! <laughs> well, now we're disappointed. Oh, here, here oh, face, Jim. The face on the cutting room floor. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Anyway, I drove. We drove to uh, Mesa day before yesterday. Picked up brother Bobby off the off plane and drove home yesterday. About uh, 10 hours each way, I think, isn't it? Or seven. Seven hours each way. It depends on how many times you have to stop the bathroom. (laughs) We had... to the at the border and at time we know where all the good washrooms are. Wait time at the border was zero minutes. Zero. We drove. It was the first time we've ever drove up to the to the uh, person, and there was no cars in the lot, and there were ten bays running. They had ten people working, and there was nobody in the. In the I've never seen that. Ten. You're talking about well, all the lines were open. 
Yeah, all the, all the green, the things were all open up on top. And we literally drove into that parking lot or that lot and drove up to the guard, the border guard. The supply is reciprocal yeah. to the demand. Yeah. So and, all is going on in Mazatlan, so their webpage says. Anyway, and, uh, I'm going to go visit been, with my brother. It's all right, been Bill, celebrated you're in fun. We'll talk to you next week, or I might talk to you sooner. Yep, might my, my log in. Here. No. no, we're going to Guanas in seven. Yeah, okay, all right. Later. Adios. So I don't know if you guys noticed, but Sid and I are eating a batch of Kringla. My, uh, Yuya went through the freezer and decided he needed to make up some Kringla. Can you send some up here, please? <laughs> Maybe good. when Sid returns, we'll see. Yeah, when I get, I'll bring some. Oh, that looks really good. What are you looking at? Your fruit? Yes. These fruits, can you see my hand? These are from our yard. This is from my friend Pat's yard. Oh, wait. There we go. Lemons from my Pat's yard and... Um, friend Pat and Candrine's from her yard. I forgot for a moment you're still in Mesa. You haven't made yeah. it back to Alaska yet. No, in fact, we're staying two extra days, be- or, I mean, two weeks extra because um, your dad has some dental stuff to finish, and they can't quite finish it in time. So I'm going to be hot. All right. Sid's been complaining, to too. I, I can that. Uh, it had to be like 78 degrees. Well, it's outside. It went up 80 here yesterday. Hey, where are all the people? All I see are tiles. <laughs> I, I think everybody's it. got their cameras off. Ah, well, then we'll talk. Um, well, I'll, I'm going to leave uh, at 11. Uh, Pat wants to go over and see a baby. So if I disappear, I guess. You're breaking up a bit for me, but I understood that you may have to leave around 11. Yeah, Pat Lee is back home from the hospital. Oh, excellent. But she still needs watching. So JD has has an appointment he has to go to, so I'm going to go over and sit with her. We'll give her she's our great. best. Yep, yeah, I can tell you she's doing great. She looks so healthy. Um, her lips move just fine. <laughs> well, then I know she's okay. Yeah, she's if, saying if, cheerful if, things. <laughs> if she wasn't saying cheerful things, I'd be worried. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, but obviously, this is not taking place in person. The The... The tentative plan to possibly broadcast from Tequilas did not happen this week. I'm thinking it may happen next week, but I'll plan on doing it at the exact same time so it won't disrupt anybody's schedule right off the bat. I really want to bring these two computers in there, set it up the way I want to do it, and see if it works. And so I will, if I if I am there, I'll let you know I'm going to be there, but I'm not going to change the time just in case. So we're not wondering when we're starting. Sounds good. Uh, I have got this document of possible topics open. I see a couple of you are in here right now. One of the topics and questions that I have added to it is Sid's most recent experience with his iPhone. He has bought a Mexican SIM and put it into his iPhone XR, which supports tools, and started up a Telcel service. you want to expand on where I'm well, going with this? basically every So did you catch that? That What's going on is he added this this Telcel service. And your phone actually asked you a question about yeah, this. Yeah, it asked about... Oh, exactly. I I think you're being too fair with yourself. You hit a button before I had a chance to even look over your shoulder. I asked you a question. Yeah, there you go. Any- <laughs> 
ravenous ape, but no, once I went and I got all the like, and we have now, we don't run it, tell you that it can. So again, the, the problem started by adding an international sim. <clears throat> I'm not sure what the message was that said, that yeah, Sid skipped either. past. However, when he was done, then every one of the text messages that he was using was not associated by a contact name. It was associated only by the phone number. So if you could imagine going through your list of chat, you would not see people's names. You would only see their phone numbers. You're a bit blind to who you were communicating. Uh, you said that also happened in your call log too. All the phone number, all the all the phone conversations you had. It was weird. Some of them didn't. When I went back and looked, some of them kind of had plus. This is so. This is this is how you sorted this out, right? Yeah. Was those numbers? He had intentionally done the full formatting of an international phone. He had done plus country code, area code, phone, and those contacts show up on on the call log yeah. and on the text message. However, all the other numbers that were formatted like local phone, 10 digits, those were just showing up. The names were not. And so now, to remedy the problem, Sid has gone through his contact. What I want to add that number. So, so theoretically, you would continue to have this kind of problem with any contact didn't edit well, in this moment. Theoretically, I switch back. Yep. You know, it's interesting you say that. We didn't try pulling the SIM out and going back to your old service selves. That'd be a good test. Should have tried. That. I'm not playing. All you do is pull. You're just now talking about. You want to play with it here? Well, I'm here to, to beat you up about it. Or do you want to play with it when you get home all by yourself? <laughs> I'm sure you want to take criticism for it. And, and Hard choice. It's not, it's not that I want to. There you go. <laughs> back to us. So this I thought was a, a great learning lesson. Neither one of us expect this, and it goes back to that four fully formatted phone numbers in your phone will be out of trouble. If you just I mean we live in 2022, except that. Every phone number has a country code associated with it. And just make sure you put that in. If it's a U.S. number, it's going to start with a plus one, then the area code, then the phone number. If it's a Mexican number, it's going to be a plus 52 because that's the country code for Mexico. And then it's going to be the area code. <coughs> and I said plus one for U.S., but that's actually Canada, too. When you say plus one, do you actually have to put a plus in front of the one? Yes. <laughs> you should be able to create a plus by holding long press on a zero. Kringle. <laughs> That's kind of probably at Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Sid. The iPhone uh, comes up bottom left hand. That's good to know. I don't have how an do iPhone. Get, how do you get? How do you get the Sid? Yeah. How do you? How do you, how do you get the plus? You, is the question. Oh, I get to, um, I'm pushing the long, so, long, long zero. But, but so yeah, a long zero will give you the plus. Um, you know how you put your finger on text line to get the right. Oh, that might be a yeah. bad. Yeah. See, the iPhone works the same way. You can just hold the zero, and that'll turn into a plus. I think what you're describing is making the edit. Is that what you're asking about, Jim? How to make yeah. the edit? So. Oh, oh, I just edit, was wondering about my, my notion is he screen with the pounds and all this says that he has a way of getting to a screen with all the other symbols. All the, all the symbols, yeah. So he's not actually talking about the dialer. He's talking about the editor of the contact. So oh. it's actually a different keyboard. Boy, that's frustrating. Oh. And it's the lower left-hand corner has a button <laughs> switch between symbols and numbers, and that's where you get the plus. And you're going to have to know that on an iPhone, okay. it looks like. What happens okay. if you just do a long press?
press on a zero in that end. Will that bring a plus? No. So the long zero works when you're dialing the number, when you're actually dialing. But when you're right. editing a contact, like Sid's putting plus one in front of a previous created contact, then he's got a different keyboard on his iPhone. So like it's a number pad, but to the left, lower left-hand corner is a symbols button. Switch between symbols, letters, numbers. Yeah. And yeah. Put, like, Judy's showing it off right now. Oh, that one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so when you're looking at anything, line up, up, type Or plus 52. Yeah, the country code. And it, it feels odd for us to have to do this, but at this day and age, this is the way phones are identified. And so we should be in the habit of doing it. Even though it feels odd, this is, even though your phone works locally correctly, it may even work locally, na it may even work correctly Nash. When you go across the border, it stops working. Um, well, that must be wireless service you're talking about. We've had tin dial dial for a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it is still the same area code the entire state. <laughs> you have to dial the area code to uh, to call anywhere, but it's the same area code everywhere. All right. Anybody have their own troubleshooting questions? Anything on your list that we should all talk about? Something? Is there something smoking that needs to be turned off? <laughs> Nobody smoked a computer this week like I did? No. <laughs> I don't smell anything brown. No. Say that again, Paul. We managed to get our... <clears throat> Sorry. I don't Tim, smell anything down. brown. No? Nothing brown. Electricians. <laughs> That's what electricians uh, say about outlets that are burning, stuff like that. Motors. Jim, what, what did you want to add? Uh, we did manage to get our uh, our, our uh, Wi-Fi lit up after uh, two years away. So did you, Jim? Is everybody able to hear Jim? Because I'm not. It's uh, coming in very choppy. And yeah, you're in and out there, Jim. Well, so I, I wonder if you are having Wi-Fi so, uh, That's problem. our, our uh, old... Yes, Are you I'm on a hotspot? No, no, we're on the uh, Telmex, Telmex, and uh, they're going to be putting in the... Um, uh, fiber optics as soon as we can get that. It's here in the park. Ah, okay. So you're not you're in, you, you're still on an old DSL connect question. Jim, if you can hear me, I would make the suggestion to turn off your video. That would cut down the amount of bandwidth. That, that, and the other suggestion, if you can hear me, is I would change your layout to go to speaker view or spotlight. I guess it's called spotlight view. And that way, that'll cut down on your bandwidth use well. And so it'll make it a more pleasant conversation. That is, if you can hear it sounds to me like he's actually got a loose wire on the microphone. Maybe he's got a remote not plugged in fully. No, this is the microphone. Well, and that was a complete statement instead of getting broken up. I, Jim, no, I, I think you're, you're, I think you're in an area that's getting getting questionable internet through your DSL. Feels out. I'm guessing, yeah. but just from experience here in San Carlos, you'll. Well, okay, well, we've sure got. Let me know. We've sure got crazy stuff going on in the world, and uh, there are a lot of ta tech top about what's going on and so i don't know if you've looked at this list but i found a couple articles things i thought would be interesting to talk about i, I did you i i don't know if anybody saw the call for ukraine calling tim cook to block the apple store to shut down russia's access to app stores and, and to their service and i thought that was an interesting uh interesting take on the way to global politics uh there there are definitely we've been watching as as uh, well it, just this morning this morning uh, uh tiktok facebook uh youtube 
YouTube have uh, have shut off Russia's access to the European Union, and they've got the banks organized to shut down SWIFT to, to affect their, their economy. And I just thought that was interesting, the day and age that we're living. And one of the things that I was hearing tech pundits talk about is this idea of cyber warfare and whether they should be encouraging uh, the things of like bringing down internet in Russia, bringing, bringing down electricity, shutting down trains, which are all things that are, are on the table to hackers. Uh, white hat hackers, from our perspective, work government, they have burrowed inside those systems, and we have our own rodent burrowing through our systems. We've seen that in the past. There's been reports of, of different parts of the power grid being shut off and, and, and finding code in, in strategic areas in the United States instruct. Definitely enough to make us certain that they're able to do it to us as we can do it to them. And the question is, do we? Is is this the modern day version of nuclear turn? Like, do we do these things or do we not do these things knowing that they will do them to us? Do we open up that battle under this? Because we're not we're, we're not trying to have a battle with Russia. Right? But but this cyber war could be the stalemate that the nuclear war has been in the past. Could be. It, sound, it could be that it sounds great. It's like, yeah, we're technologically sophisticated and we want to make Russia pay. So let's bring down the electric grid. And then all of a sudden, people don't have a way to communicate. I mean, the oligarchies aren't the ones that are suffering from that, but their people are. They don't have a way to organize. And what they've got is hostility towards the country that has done it. So I think of Russia as having some of the most sophisticated hackers on the planet, and they do it for profit, but they get started in, in a truly fun. To be so technologically literate in such a country is to ask them to go out on the internet and find find this technology that they don't have standing in front of them and try and compromise, call it their own. And, and so they have a history of having some of the best hackers in the world. And I get scared when I start hearing the administration talk about, well, well, we have the ability to shut down their power grid or mess with their their new something like this because it gives I, them I license. A take on that. Yeah, Chester, please give me a different take on it. Well, my take is that uh, it's my understanding that they are that Russia is not uh, interfering on the internet and not shutting anything down either in in the war zone or here. And my view would be I would be prepared to interfere with the Russian internet, provided that they first attacked me. In other words, uh, I wouldn't do anything until we have a problem. Then I would give them a problem. Otherwise, I think your your aggressiveness is uh, a little over the line. That's yeah, not America. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe the maybe we have the you and I have the same answer for different reasons because I think that we strictly hold a defensive tack. My when I was verbosing earlier, I was just giving an example of the ad. I was playing the devil's ad. I am not somebody that I truly don't think this is a good idea. I don't want to open that can of worms. I've got familiarity with hackers on our side of things, not government hackers, but personal hackers. And I've got familiarity with the level of hacking that's done from Russia. And I don't want to poke that bear. I, I do pick up, <laughs> I pick up on the news, though, that the American organizations in America are paying a lot more attention to any interference. They're looking, they're looking more closely than normal. And so far, they're not finding any problems, but they are looking. And I think that's good. <coughs> Yeah, our rush got the-
you know, in a, you know, in a subject different different from hacking, uh, I, I am very curious. You know, you have these like 23 miles of three-lane uh, incursions of Russian vehicles on the highway. And we're talking about many countries giving airplanes to uh, the combatants. Now, how do you how do you get these supplies into uh, into the Ukraine when when Russia has control of the air? How do you how, you know we we're so late in getting this well, these supplies to, to how how do you do that? How do we get them there? Let, let's back up just a second because I think something something fits really good in the middle of where you're going and where Sid's coming from. If you haven't been paying attention, but Elon Musk just delivered a bunch of his satellite internet equipment. I mean, basically fortify their position on the internet, make that pay up because it's it's centralized. I mean, of course, Elon Musk probably turn it off, but no Russian shelling is going to. Well, all he had to do was toggle some switches to do that. I don't think he had to move anything physically into Ukraine. No, he, he did have to have equipment physically delivered Ukraine, brand new stuff. Well, I wonder how he did it. Yeah, I expect. But then why aren't they why aren't they strafing those caravans in? No, I'm talking about I'm talking about the Ukrainians. Do you guys no, see I'm the ghost of Kiev? I mean, I'm sorry, I no, hate I'm... to digress, but that's what I do. There's a great report on a, a pilot from Ukraine that took down six uh, Russian uh, jets of different styles. They don't they have all... they're all fighter jets. From what I understood, I'm not an expert, a better expert than I am. They were all better forming aircraft than his air. And by the end of the day, he had come a European eight, which has happened World War. II. Okay, you've got 23 miles of convoy though. And I have not seen a single picture where they've been strafed or stopped or created any havoc at all. And why aren't those planes strafing those convoys? Well, I think I think also um, they have probably in that com those convoys they have ways of uh, targeting airplanes and bringing them down. So I would guess they are pretty loaded with that kind of equipment. Um, perhaps it's just too dangerous to try when you have a limited air force number and you're flying old planes. Mom, you bring up a good point. Us, we really, I mean, maybe yeah, may, that's where I'm Oh, sorry, I, I didn't mean oh, to no, Well, I was going to say, Sid has an incredible amount of history. Chester, I know you have a lot of history as well, especially uh, war history. I have none, so all I can do is speculate with my 20th century brain. I've got no idea what a military leader thing what got at me. I, I, I see it as resource managed, though, and maybe that's what it is. Sid, did you did you say Switzerland did that? They're doing just fine, aren't they, for us? Yes, hold on. Go ahead. So I I was listening to a special on Ukraine, and the term the Ukraine was used during the USSR, and it actually means part of Russia, the Ukraine. They prefer to be known as Ukraine, just like Kiev is the old Russian pronunciation of Kiev. Oh, that's the 10-minute warning. Keep you guys all on track which dip 10 minutes will run the clock out and we're so trying really hard to use the term Ukraine instead of I know exact that. when I learned about mm-hmm, Uca- the Ukraine it was the Ukraine but you know so yeah mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, gotta... Did anyone hear about the new bomb that uh, Russia is using? No. Go it's, ahead. It's called, it's called a vacuum bomb. And what it does, it creates a tremendous vacuum that sucks the wind out of people's lungs and kills them. So Russia now? Yes, as of yesterday or last night. Hey. And also they, they're using the cluster bombs, which I understand are against international law. <clears throat> Seems like leader of Ukraine has a whole list in national laws. Rod, sad thing to have in front of us all. It's amazing to live in day and age that we're, we're fading in this case. Oh, and just to backtrack a little bit, if you're looking for the, I put the link to Elon Musk satellite internet in our call meeting. But this, the day and age we're living, one of the other stories I bring in table that it's like they've more than $20 million big through different, <sighs> different organizations. Ukraine is, Ukraine has $20 million up in dollar big nation all across. And now their minister of finance off pay in big equivalent $45,000 rush turns over one of their tanks. Just surrenders. Yeah, the, walk- well, actually this, this, this article tank. So they're, they're trying to encourage rush render by paying big. And I can't more trying to buy off sold big. <laughs> the flip side of this is that Russia being cut off in the economic net is now relying on big. So we'll watch over the next few days what happened in Russia. Their ruble has already dropped less than a penny. And uh, they've already had a run on their ATM in their bank trying on dash cash. Now, you so know, these, what was, what was the ruble you. worth? What was the ruble worth before the, this all happened? It was at least too late. Oh. <laughs> I also just I, out of the corner of my ear, I you somebody could correct me wrong, but I I heard that oligarchs have been told they cannot cannot their money's out of bank, not able to withdraw their cut off. What a shame! What a shame! <laughs> I actually all of their all of their assets are being seized, including housing and airplanes and anything that other countries can get their hands on. And well, most of their money, your, however, has it been about invested, outside of Russia. Right, outside of Russia. Most of but their he, money. But this is inside the Russia. This is Putin saying, you can't take your money out of the bank. Well, the most important thing that they've done is the SWIFT uh, against 80% of the banks. The SWIFT, SWIFT transfer system. But unless they cut off the oil, they can't really hurt Russia very badly. That's really the reason I don't think gay cyber war with them. I think we've got everything by, by what's bringing up the dander. I, by would instigate people, not not cause 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 uh, pain, suffer that don't serve, and creating fight that worth fighting again. We stay cool and and focus on on policy, but focus on the politics. Tap, but but trying billions out of as much possible. They're, they're still left protest against their government, left organize, and get the message out. How hey, what percentage hunt line leads start messing with their Sagan chest? I understand. Six thousand Russian were uh, arrested on Sunday for protesting in, in Moscow. Uh, 6,000 is a lot of people from Moscow when it's illegal to protest. Well, and I can't help but believe it. turn off their electricity. There'll be a lot less voice. <laughs> a little smart move. <laughs> Wait, we're not doing Rexel. Let me write it down. Let me write I'm it down. <laughs> what did you see? They pushed they their on the pipe, but they also pushed their green uh, deadline from 25. Yeah. Well, I think everybody's been impressed with what what uh, Germany has has done this last week. Actually, we should give Putin some credit. Seems to have united Europe, right? Yeah, he, he, that Germany has taken a strong stance. Hasn't done that World War. We've got we've got uh, Finland, we and uh, Norway ready to join NATO. I yeah. what he's done is united everybody in the same cause. 
cause. I mean, in some ways, he's done more in Europe than they've done in years. It's what do you think about the What do you think about the rumor that's going around that he has got some real mental problems right now? I I buy right into it, Chester. In fact, my I speculate maybe maybe he's going out like Nero playing a violin. This just oh, seems crazy. It's all plain and simple. He's gotten away with this three times now. Nobody has said a word to him. And if it hadn't been for Queen Bess of, of Netherlands when they put in that gas line, when they put in the, the pipeline Georgia, the, the Dutch decided we're installing a brand new anti-aircraft system, tire link pipeline. And when the Russians came out of North Asensia, their, their planes straight to the pipeline bombing. They lost 21 aircraft first 25 minutes by to the air defense. Then all of a sudden there were no more airplanes started back. These are, these are all great topics that I didn't have in my list. So as Sid's talking, I'm talking, I'm finding the art articles that reference stuff we're talking about sticking them in our document <laughs> there you go said uh, you and i should do a podcast on military history and you can light it all these topics no we have dan <laughs> oh, no. so if you're paying attention to the document is it's ongoingly being edited i just put a link to the ruble plunging nearly 30 percent against the dollar over the sanctions there was another topic i wanted to hit too that we're talking about and it just escaped me i should have wrote written it down hey I, sid was just talking about about you know the different ways and, and i know that uh, people uh, in the United States have had uh, more military experience than I, but uh, isn't it sort of important not to uh, to go uh, against uh, another army st- or another uh, strength? Hold on of, just a second, Jim. Sid's oh. going to put his headphones in in just a moment. Oh. I know he's going to have an opinion. Well, <laughs> while we're waiting for Sid, I have a comment. Yeah. Chief, I yes. read some place. I read some place that uh, what is the United States going to do about power when we have fifty million? electric cars and texas couldn't even take 20 degree weather well it starts it's with a regulation of electricity <laughs> in my opinion fifth generation nuclear reactor we have enough yeah. spent uranium fuel rods right now we can power fifth generation reactors for 75 percent of all the power in the u.s for the next 120 years those are good well, numbers that, that's an answer Oh, yeah. The new reactors are cool. They use 95% of fuel to where our uh, slow burn reactors now use 5%. Well, yeah, they're standardized, I believe. They're what? Cu- cu- cookie cutters. Cookie cutter nuclear reactors. We're talking about the su- something the size of four 55-gallon drums welded together can power wow. a small town. So they could put them in small and various places, almost mm-hmm. like windmills or whatever, you know? Yeah, it, huh. it, it, it would spread out our grid system not being relied on heavy power centers. Yeah. That sure seems like the goal we should be shooting for is decentralized electricity. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the, so the, my question for Sid was, you know, if if um, if you're looking at at Russia and you don't want to go up against their strength, then uh, where is their weakness? Like we don't want to go against them uh, nose to nose on hacking because we're there. Price such of gas. Hackers. The price of gas. The price of oil right now is their strongest thing. If oil had stayed, had never gone to $100 a barrel and stayed between $25 and $50 a barrel, you wouldn't have seen the growth in Russia that had happened that allowed Putin to do what he's done. He's hedged most of the progress they've made in Russia over the last 15, 20 years strictly on the price of oil. They're more tied into oil than most companies. I saw that too, in in, in that um, it's similar to to uh, Japan during the uh, the Second War when when they yeah. lost their access to the uh, the oil and. 
in Asia, and then they were they were kind of stuck. They were going to lose slowly by just waiting, or they made the big gamble and and went into Pearl Harbor in the hopes of getting American oil, I guess. Well, no, the attack on Pearl Harbor was more of a standoff thing. They wanted to make a point that we're strong now and we can hold you off. And it, it didn't work too well. We got everything back in the water really fast. Go ahead, no. Chester. Pearl Harbor, because we, yeah, we blocked the oil from going from Southeast Asia to Japan and yeah. we cut them off from any steel or particular uh, scrap steel that they needed for their steel mills. So That's right. Roosevelt put the squeeze on on Japan, and that's one of the major reasons why they went to war. Yeah. Well, you have the Dutch oil fields in Malaysia so. and other places, and then you yeah. had uh, us before the even before the war, a couple years before, because of their actions in China, we cut off their scrap, cut off shipments of scrap steel. Yeah, in Canada, we're still missing some of the uh, rail lines that uh, that we sent them to make battleships out of. <laughs> Is that a true story? Well, you know, I'd I'd hate to say that this this yard of uh, track went to that battleship. But, uh, I'm pretty sure that's what was happening. <laughs> that's really interesting. I had no idea. Canada was one of the last yeah. to cut them off. Yeah, because we we were we we had so many tr- rail lines all over the place that we we weren't using that it looked like a good way to to uh, you know have uh, jobs and uh, get that get it happening. It's kind of like ripping your cut the copper wire out of your house nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> Same idea. It's ironic because there's still a lot of rusting rail lines around. Yeah. I, I, I'm all for keeping the lines and especially the corridors. You know, maybe maybe the infrastructure's shot, but uh, but don't don't break the corridors. Yeah. So what, where do you see the weakness then in in, in Russia? Just uh, with the oil. Well, here's their biggest the problem. For militarily, their biggest problem is their entire military is conscript. They have a very, very, very small... There are Caribbean nations that have a larger professional military than Russia does. They rely heavily on two-year conscription, which means you can get a guy in, get him up through basic training into some kind of advanced combat school, and then he's looking at a six-month tour till he can leave his two-year hitch for, for being a draftee. Right, yeah. The major That's problem right. is their atomic... Uh, Capability. Uh, other than that, uh, their their army is really quite small and quite inexperienced. With seventy percent of it surrounding Ukraine, so they don't have much of an army. But what they have is very efficient in terms of equipment and atomic bombs and and short range atomic. Tactics. So what about their air force then? Su twenty sevens are really cool, <laughs> but you got a pilot that's had barely any training in it. Um, I think we're more concerned about China. China's buildup of military than we are Russia. Russia doesn't have the money to build a big military. And the th- thirdly, the Navy. The, the Russian Russia. Navy's been just a mess for 30 years. So well, we'll we've watched weakness. a lot of Anadolu videos from the Ukraine that come across Russian vehicles that are in poor shape and abandoned, vehicles that have run out of gas, the um, supplies. I saw one this morning on Reddit. They were showing off the emergency rations that expired six years ago. Uh, they're really painting this picture of an uh, unprepared military not 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 having been well what's it called uh, when you when you recycle when you when you update 
Hasn't been updated in a long time. Hasn't hasn't gotten its Windows updates this week. The <laughs> to bring it back to computers, they're not up to date. And so what they've got are sheer masses in the control of Russia, but they're not operating in a very sophisticated manner. They're there and and what I find fascinating and to bring it back to computers, because it is computer club, is that I feel like Ukraine is doing a very successful job of doing a social media war on Russia. The, the entire planet is against Russia right now. And if, if you're not against Russia, then you're probably getting investigated right now, right? Because you're on that list now. Because they've done such a great job of pointing out how unfair this is to this Democratic Party and how, how much honor is with this culture that we've watched. We've And this is all on social media. We've watched families get dropped off in say, on the safe side of the border so that the husband can run back and go fight for the country. We've we've watched um, married couples. We watched a married couple just got married the day after the attack and then went out to hand out rifles and ended up shot by the end of the week, yeah. right? They ended up dead fighting against the, the Russians. These are very powerful symbolism to shoot across but the not, world. Not just that. Multi-millionaire sports stars are returning, putting on private stripes and grabbing their AK and walking out into the field. I mean, this is a big deal. And what, what's also amazing for democracy is that this this leader is a uh, is a comedian, well known for being a comedian that played the president in a sitcom. And he's also the voice of Paddington Bear, the movie that was dubbed in Ukrainian by him. The and and then to have him just show so much spine to to stay there, send his family off and stay with his soul. He's a little guy too. You see him next to his shoulder. His he goes up to the chin of his soldiers around him, and and he's there and he's saying this is unjust, and he's able to say it because his minister of of technology has kept the internet going for them. I, there, he's able to post it on social media. He's he's able to spread the word around. They're on Reddit. If you get on Reddit, it's full of Ukrainian experiences that people are having. If you ever wondered what millennials were for, this is it. Except what were you going to say, Except for China. Except for China, he's earned the respect of the Western world. Yes, no, absolutely. Oh yeah. I, I keep saying we're gonna we're gonna have T-shirts with his picture on it. This is oh, this is. Wife. Yeah, yeah. Like he, I said, anything we can do to get rid of the Che Guevara t-shirts. <laughs> he he's proven that one in front and one on the back. <laughs> they're available on eBay. I saw them yesterday. Oh, they've already got them. See, <laughs> now now all you have to do is tell me it's an American vendor and they're made in China, and we know we're right. We're right on top of it. <laughs> Bye. Bye, See you, bye, Judy. Bye, Judy. <laughs> People are living because they're not talking technology. Well, I've run out of topics, except for this article that you gave me about the uh, Amazon knowing about you and how to stop it. Yeah. The Guardian has just recently, on the 27th, released an article about how much data Amazon is really collecting on you. Oh, I ran out of air. And it's good read, but it's not surprising. It's, it's a lot of what we've rehashed before.
four. Uh, if you weren't aware of Amazon's data collection, the extent of it, this is a good article for that. But I don't think any of it will surprise you because of all the topics we've had in the past. We've just reached a point where, do you want the service? Then this is what you're giving up to get the service. It does go into some ideas on how you can you can um, uh, protect yourself in some ways to keep your information a bit more private. But uh, I don't think, I mean, in my opinion, and it is my opinion, that we have already hit that tipping point. Individuals, uh, for example, if I was uh, an intelligence agent, of course I would have procedures I would go through to make sure my information wasn't leaking. But as a, as a standard citizen, consumer of technology and services, and I want to I yell out to a speaker to play a song, there's an amount of this I just have to swallow because this is the way they do it. And until we, until we start shaping the culture around these technologies, which we're not doing, we're, we're, we're not taking an active role in how we want to see these, these technologies reined in. And I can only see us as doing that as being organized, having having opinions that turn into legislation, that turn into the way that we we direct the way these technologies are working. Then we're going to continue to be dealing with these kinds of things, privacy issues and security issues from these organizations. And they will. Go ahead, Chester. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I think one uh, an example I use often, and I think it's easy to wrap your head around, is we should have a default opt out. We should make a law that says any any service provider intended on collecting your information has to have you set to not collect right from the get go, and only through your own movements, only through your own decisions, do you start giving them information. And that's what we're missing right now. You get signed up for a telephone, they're already tracking your information. Maybe they've provided a way for you to stop being tracked, but then you go to the help documents, and it, boy, every time I hear myself talking about this kind of stuff, I think, gee, what a world we're living in now, right? Then you gotta go to the help documents that are online, you click this link, and then you, you read how to get into your settings and then you check the box opt out and then they stop collecting information and when you guys hear me talk about this you basically know what i'm talking about right we've all gone through these kinds of things there's permissions for apps on your phone permissions for for features that you use out there and and you're always having to go say no take me off of this email list take me i, I stop uh, collecting information on on my movie habits some services a lot of services have given you that option but what they haven't done is they haven't made the option mandatory right from the get-go right from the moment you sign into their service they're collecting your information and i I think we should have legislation that says no. Right from the get-go, they don't collect your information. And if they want you to use their service, then they have to fully detail what they want from you for that service. Except that I think the slate should be cleaned before that is enacted. In other words, they they have to get rid of everything that they have, and they probably need to put that also on the federal government for doing the same thing. Well, and there should be consequences. I think that there should be financial and and um, 
well, what do you call it? Criminal consequences for not not because well, I, I'm a I'm a firm believer in if you got a technical problem, you're going to get a technical solution. What I like about regulation is that when you catch them doing what we agreed they wouldn't do, now you can hold them accountable. And right now we don't have that in many aspects. We catch them doing something. It's like, oh, my gosh, look at what they're doing. And they they shrug and go, well, that's the way the rules are. We're allowed to do this. If you don't like this, change the rules. It's the same argument you get with taxes. And actually, they've been very successful at changing tax rule. So (laughs) I'm a firm believer. Well, not for the overall general better, but there's individuals out there that are really, really. uh, Anyway, that's a whole different discussion. But I'm a firm believer in a digital bill of rights. I believe that your digital persona should have some inalienable rights, just like your physical person does. And this this topic that I was just talking about, default opt-out, I think that's on the top of the list of your digital rights. Your persona in a digital world is as important, and it should be protected right from the get-go. Then, we find these guys doing what we, they said they weren't going to do, then you can put them in jail. Then you can charge them ridiculous fines or break up their companies. I'm still so angry at Facebook for behaving like a tobacco company with their whistleblower. They got the information. They knew what they were doing was harmful. They went forward for profit. There should be a law against that. I mean, it's one thing to be inept, but but even not knowing a law has never been a defense. Not right. Like, oh, I didn't know that was illegal. Well, you still get the ticket. Right. We make the law and say, you can't collect this information. They come back. Oh, we didn't know or it was an accident. So so what? So what? You're supposed to be building things that follow our community standards and our community standards are are national. But it's even bigger than that. I mean, we we get into our our community standards expand outside our national borders. And that's what we should all be holding these companies to is how we envision the future to be. I suspect that. The information that Facebook has, private information that is, is very insignificant compared to what Amazon has. Well, I would disagree with you on that, Chester, on a couple of different levels. One, just because I don't trust them. I, 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 for some reason, I trust Amazon a whole lot more than I trust Facebook. <laughs> and maybe it's because of its evolution. But, but Mark Zuckerberg has spent a lifetime now as a CEO of a company where he comes in every six months a year to apologize for something he's done instead of just not doing it in the first place. And but there's been some recent articles, in, and I've seen them in Wall Street Journal concerning uh, Amazon and the information that they have accumulated and it's bizarre yeah well let's not forget amazon is one of the largest uh, data storage companies in the world now it is yeah our government rents server space from that there was actually wasn't that two years ago there was this actually no it was microsoft that got that account you remember amazon sued the government for giving it because they thought trump didn't like jeff bezos oh yeah that's right yeah well before that they're still one of the largest data storage that was a cloud account yeah Yeah. but the thing is that that these and amazon is definitely one of the biggest microsoft's a huge one um google is a huge one apple's a huge one in its own way with its own proprietary systems but but these are 
are servers that are rented out as a service. So the government needs to keep track of information. They don't have to wind up their own equipment. They just rent it as a service from a service contractor. And so there are security concerns there. What's that, Chester? I'm sorry. I, I think I stand corrected. I think I think I was getting Amazon and Google mixed up. It's Google, I believe, that has all this information that the government is concerned about. Rather than Amazon, it's Google. Amazon knows a lot about you, but nothing compared to Google. Well, Chester, I think it'd probably be better to just assume they all know a lot about us because it's gone yeah. from being very difficult to keep to um, collecting the, these metrics to insignificant. It's just part of everything they're doing. I mean, we've reached a point where, like Facebook, for example, it's been documented that they are able to create a profile on you without a Facebook account. They, you, All you have to do is traverse a number of services that Facebook has been integrated with, and an automatic profile of you will be generated with, with your behaviors, whether it's been attached to Chester or not is another question, but there is a Chester out there without name, right? Like all the all the all the thinking capacity movements, and it's just not it's just without name. And the moment that you decide to go get into Meta System, you buy an Oculus, or you go ahead and get a Facebook account, it immediately or within moments identifies. Oh, that's the nameless profile, and associates all that data with the new um, uh, authorized data collection of that service that you've signed up with. So it's immediately merged into that. And How it, about the billion-dollar facial recognition technology and the billion-dollar faces that they had in their system, which I believe recently they had to close out? Well, and this is interesting, too, because they use that. See you later, Mom. Thanks for being here. The uh, What's interesting about this is I don't think they have a problem deleting that. I, I do think we should have regulators making sure that stuff is deleted. But at the same time, it did its job. It, it, it was like the gasoline for the journey. So it doesn't matter that it's all used up. They already got to where they were going. What they have is a fully trained AI on millions, maybe billions billions of photos and they can use that AI however they want now. It doesn't matter whether that data exists. They were able to create, they've reached their destination with that. And, and this kind of thinking is all throughout the industry. Google did this recently. They tried to change the way ad tracking works. They didn't care whether you use cookies anymore. It's one of the reasons we have all these cookie things popping up. But they went through a period of time. They had to, they had to backpedal. But they went through a period of time where they were promoting this idea that they weren't going to allow cookies anymore. All these ad trackers are going to break. And they tried to build their own system. Of course, they're an advertiser, and they got caught up in regulation because it was kind of two sides of the they were playing two different sides of the same game and so they got in trouble for that they they there was a backlash in the community and so they 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 stepped back from their plans but the reason that they could do that is because their ad empire's already been formed they don't need the cookies anymore people have to buy ads from them they have no choice and they can they can do ad tracking in any way they want because they own the search engine they don't have to do it through cookies that's for third parties that's not for google
Chester, you out here? All right, you have a good meal. I'm so glad you're here, man. Maybe this is a good time to wind this down. We didn't get any recommendations in except for Sid's podcast, but I'll put that on our on our meet. Unless Paul, Fred, or Jim, you want to yell anything out? Well, 1883 came out with its last uh, uh, last episode, season finale. Uh, I think it's its last episode. Period. Oh, last ever. Is that on on, uh, Netflix? No, that's on Netflix. That's on Paramount Plus. Or Cody. Good. Or Streamio. Just saying. (laughs) Just reminding people. (laughs) Anyway, it was very good. Well worth watching. Uh, It had uh, Sam Elliott in it. And uh, as always, he was very good. Well, he was handpicked by Louis Lohr to be in all his books. Yeah. You mean books to movies? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, very good. As always, it's great to get together with you guys. We'll be back here next Tuesday. We're planning on 10 o'clock, whether I'm in tequilas or I'm in my office. This virtual mem- meeting next week will happen at 10 o'clock. So let's plan on that. And until next Tuesday, you guys, tech on. Tech on. <laughs> Have an awesome week. All right. Well, that's... Bottom screen. That's the guy I ran into in the store. I... I... Let me let me sign off. Oh. You, 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 damn it, my flow. Bring my flow back, Sid. What was it I was going to say? I am Scott Stimson with my buddy, Sid February. We're here in Mexico, sitting in the office. Yeah, I'm from International Computer Solutions. If you're looking for computer help anywhere on the internet, well, I'll reach through the screen and do that thing I do remotely. So get a hold of me, scott at internationalcs.net. If you've enjoyed this and you're interested in other things we've done, check out our website at sccclub.org. We basically blog about this YouTube meeting each week. Occasionally we put up some more news throughout the week, but really what we do is we put links to everything we've talked about as well as a couple of fun extras like episode art for each podcast and a jigsaw puzzle. So you can check out all that stuff at sccclub.org If you've got a Twitter follow us at sccclub and uh, I don't know, I got nothing else to add. You got anything to add, Sid? Sid says no. And with that, this is the end of our meeting. Tech on.